to our Tall Sisters, a book club podcast about the books by Tamara Pierce. I'm Risa. I am Ariana. And that is our intro. That is our intro. It's so good. <laughs> no so, notes. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some notes. There but... are some notes. <laughs> I did put some, some notes down. And there's an emoji in the notes. So you know <gasps> that they're serious. <laughs> so... What book are we talking about today, sister? Today, we are starting on my favorite uh, quartet of the Tortal series, and that is the first book of the Immortal series. God, I'm just going to, like, run on sentences. They're good. Wild magic. It's going to be wild magic. You're just keeping everyone in suspense. You're like, and it's going to be wild magic. By Tamara Pierce. Mine this has book, a badger on the cover. It does. Mine does too. But it also has a lot of other things yeah, on the cover. Yeah, has, yours has a ton of Horses shit. and a hawk and a badger and a fox for some reason. I'm not it's sure a, why the fox is there. A fox helps her. Never mind. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I mean, it's not the like... fox helps most... her find, find um, Numair. Yeah, but like that's not I, I the think most that's literally the only animal that's there. Like, there are so many other animals to put on the cover of this book. Is there a like, sea otter on the cover? <laughs> there is not. Damn it! I wish there were. Right. There is an yeah. owl as well, and then there's Dane looking very much like the picture of Alana on the other cover I have, <laughs> except with brown hair, like the same fucking face. Okay, yeah. that has nothing to do with the book, though. No. <laughs> Decidedly not. No, probably not. Um, I am going to say that reading this just was so, so good. Oh, it was such a delight. I I read it, I read half of it last night and half of it today, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I was just so happy reading it, just filled my, my heart with joy. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That reminds me, before I forget, someone left a review on one of our, uh, on Apple Podcasts, and I oh. almost forgot. Oh my I, gosh. I remembered. It was five stars, and it was from So Frustrated. <laughs> uh, y'all, all my life I've been rereading these books and never had anyone to talk about them with. This podcast couldn't have come at a better time. I just reread all of Tortal during quarantine. I like that y'all are also pointing out what's problematic as well as what you love. I'm over here nodding along. One of y'all said reading the book felt like a warm blanket, and in turn, so does this podcast to me. I can't wait to listen to more of y'all's thoughts. Oh, Thank you. I too am so frustrated most of the time. (laughs) Uh, But yes, the book we just read. The book. Wild Magic. Yes. The Let's first start of the, the synopsis. They, good, good news is that this book is 300 pages long, so right? it, it goes by like that. Super so, quick, yeah. Let's um, do it. The other news is that it goes at a fucking breakneck pace. Sure Literally does. every other sentence is something happening. And I gotta tell you, as the person who wrote the synopsis today and didn't finish it, but it's still like five pages long... <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's a little hard to track. There is a a fun ride. It's definitely fun to read, but like when you look at the structure of the book, it's kind of a mess. It's kind of a mess. But at the same time, that doesn't matter because by the end of the book, it feels satisfying. It's an enjoyable mess. It's like you get to the end and there was like, there were like three climaxes. (laughs) 
there were. Shut up. No, no. We're going to move past that. <laughs> in in this book. Um, so it's it's nice. Everything gets resolved. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, Dane is baby. Yes. Dane is D- D- Davy. Um, <laughs> we begin Wild Magic <laughs> with Onua Chamtang. Oh, that's how you say it. How I did you say, say it? Onua. Onua? Oh. See, I figured Anua probably makes more sense, but I'm probably just going to keep calling her Anwa because that's, that's how I that's how I read it. <laughs> but no, let's well, say Anua. Anua, I yeah, I like it. it. It sounds more Hawaiian now. I'm saying it out loud, but I just I figured syllables. Anyway, yeah. We begin wild magic <laughs> with Onua Chamtong, a Khmeri woman who is uh, acquiring and moving mounts for the Queen's writers, a force of Queen Fayette of Tortal. Uh, she Do you remember is bringing... how we said that we were going to see all of the people oh from the Song of the Lioness Quartet again? Like, we're immediately doing that. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> uh, she is bringing them from Gala, a country to the northeast of Tortal, and needs an assistant to help manage the 27 shaggy ponies. There she are is taking... 27 of them? Yes, 27. Jesus, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like 15. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. She has a shit ton of ponies. <laughs> and they this are This is why she needs feisty. one small child to go with her. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that sh- that small child, uh, a scrawny girl named Veraladine Sarasri, Dane for short, thank God, because <laughs> Sarah's a real bitch for naming her that. I know. Veraladine. Veraladine. Veraladine Sarasri. <laughs> that is, you cannot yell that name you out. You cannot yell that name out. Uh, and that's why it's Dane for short. I feel like her grandfather gave her the nickname. He's like, no, fuck it, we're calling her Dane. Um... Dane wants the job. (laughs) Uh, Though she claims to be older, Onua can tell she can't be older than 13, but she can also tell that the girl has been through a lot more than your average 13-year-old. Dane comes with her own pony, Cloud, who is clearly more intelligent than your average pony and essentially acts as Dane's nervous older sister. (laughs) Like, I couldn't think of another. I was like, no, that's that's what she is. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Onua introduces uh, Dane to the other ponies to see how they mix and witnesses Dane taking the dominant role over the entire herd, starting with a rowdy stallion. What strikes Onua is that Dane takes the role by blowing her scent into their nostrils in the way another horse might. (laughs) She quickly notices all animals seem to like and want to obey Dane when she introduces her guard dog to Hoy, who immediately acts like a puppy dog. Of course. Anua tells Dane that if she travels with her, shit might get dangerous. Reports of monsters and mythical beasts that haven't been seen in these lands in hundreds of years attacking travelers have surfaced. Anua offers Dane the job, but also a way out. Dane is so desperate to get as far as she can away from her home and the terrible events of her past, which she still cannot tell uh, tell us because she has Tamara Pierce character syndrome, uh, TC- <laughs> TPCS, if you will, and hates herself and thinks everyone will, uh, else will hate her as well. Uh, Anua decides it is better to protect this baby person in the wild rather than leave her to fend for herself against a fucked up world. Fact. Uh, <laughs> they begin to travel, and Onua watches Dane be at what be at one with the animals. That, that works, but it wasn't what I expected it to be. Sorry, <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> no, no. This morning, Ariana wrote this part. <laughs> I am medicated, Ariana. Um, 
Okay. They begin to travel, and Onua watches Dane be at one with the animals, and Dane finds out that Onua has the gift. Dane is very sensitive to the idea of the gift, because her ma had it. We learn uh, Dane comes from a long line of healers who have the gift, and she is the first one in the lineage to not have it. Very soon, Dane has a dream. For those of you listening to the podcast, I put air quotes around it. Well, I tried to, but my book was in my other hand. Um, <laughs> she has a dream in which a badger finds her. The badger says he is supposed to keep an eye on her for her da. <laughs> I, I am going to put da, ma, da, and grand da in there every time, just so we're clear. Um supposedly Dane has a country mountain accent of whatever it is they speak in Tortal, which is not Tortalan. It's like common. Yeah. It's not basic. Basic is Star Wars. Um, (laughs) No, it's it's the common. Is it Imperial? No. No, that's... Isn't that the Karthaki language? I don't remember. We'll find out. They'll say. They'll get there. Uh... If not in this in this series, at least we'll learn about it in the Kel series. Um, oh, the bo- the badger the badger the badger, badger. says <laughs> he's supposed to keep an eye on her for her da. Dane has never known her father, but her sleeping self doesn't think to ask any follow up questions. In her defense, the ornery badger very soon uh very soon after chews off his own claw to give it to her. Uh. <laughs> The, the claw immediately grows back in a silvery mist. Uh, we get the feeling this isn't a normal badger. <laughs> um, <laughs> the badger tells Dane that this will allow him to keep track of her and then tells her to go back to sleep. At this point, Dane wakes up. <laughs> Sorry. Go to sleep. Wakes up. Okay. Uh, to find a silver, <laughs> silver animal claw with her in her hands, which she decides to wear like a pendant. Because we all gotta wear pendants. We, we've gotta have our, our necklace jewelry. Yes, exactly. Nearly immediately after entering Tortal, Dane and Anua intercede an attack of storm wings. The fierce flying beings with metal feathers on their wings and bird legs, but not on their fleshy human torsos and heads. Storm wings, we later learn, haven't been around. Learn. I said the word, right? Yeah. We later learn. We later learn. <laughs> we later learn, haven't been around for 400 years, but they used to litter battlefields to feast on the carrion of war. The Stormwing Queen, who has a name I don't know if I'm going to say anywhere Jeanne near. Jeanne Bitterclaws. Jeanne Bitterclaws. Jeanne? Jeanne. 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 Bitterclaws is not pleased, so she throws cliched insults we all use in these in this situation. Uh, in a fantasy uh, writing situation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the hazard. Oh, you smell like this and that. Yeah. No, you. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. Yeah. Um. <laughs> before we see the storm wings, we see like a hawk dart I through. Get to the hawk. I know, but that happened before the storm wings. I know, but I'm trying to tell this as succinctly as possible. Well, um. Not pleased. Okay, so they attack the travelers. Dane and, and Anua hold their own, but sensing Dane is in trouble, they are quickly aided by nearby wildlife. Ultimately, they win the fight. Bitterclaws takes off with an arrow in her eye, um, and Anua and Dane are left with the carnage. Dane mourns the animals who came to her aid, then passes out. Uh, just, Anua goes to help her and sees all of the dead animals get up unharmed and take off. That's so peculiar. 
huh, I'm going to immediately not question this at all and just go on with my day. Fuck it. We are moving forward. Uh, <laughs> it's like if it's, it's like it's some kind of reality altering event that you're just like, no, your brain doesn't want to accept that it's something that actually happened. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Uh, when Dane comes to, because uh, she has to come to a lot. She guys, does. I write this so much. Comes to. She she is much like Nancy Drew <laughs> in the fact that she passes out a lot. She's At least gone. she doesn't just get knocked up inside the head, though. So there it's is true. that. Fewer concussions from Dane. Uh, when Dane comes to, Onua tells her she has to leave Dane with the animals to go look for the hawk the Stormwings were trying to attack. Dane, being an idiot, decides it's okay for her to, having just passed out, run into an unfamiliar bog. I typed blog, but I meant bog. <laughs> in the in an alien country, in the dark. I mean, basically, okay. She's like, Anua has never been in a fucking bog in her life, and I know how bogs work. I she don't just, want that woman to die, so how about I go die? <laughs> but she's just so stupid about it. She's a 13-year-old I, I had to reread that scene like 17 times because I was like, no, what? what? No, it's fine. I'll go do it. No, no, Dane, don't. No, I'm going to go do it. No, no, Dane, don't. No, I'm just going to go do it. You're silly. I'm just going to go do it. <laughs> and then the best Onua can do is tie uh, Cloud to a fucking... Um, like, okay, you're tree. not going with her. No, 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 no. Um... Uh, Dane thinks uh, about something her badger, the badger said in a dream. Her badger, she had. say her badger. Her badger, sure, why not? I was going to be like, is, is, he's her godfather, but a badger. He's a god badger. <laughs> badge father. Badge father. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, uh, so she thinks of something the badger said and decides to listen for, to listen for the hawk. She doesn't hear the hawk, but when... But she hears animals. An animal find the hawk. That's the fox. Yes, from the cover of the book. From the cover of the book. Uh, <laughs> uh, the bird is dazed and seriously injured, so Dane calms him and wraps him up so she can bring him back to Onua, who is remarkably relieved to see the strange animal safe. Dane tries to nurture the hawk back to health to no avail. He refuses to eat, and when she finally gets him to, gets him to, he promptly vomits it back up. Anua protects him fiercely and speaks to him about current events in the kingdom. Dane is distraught. She can't help the bird, and she can't understand him like she can other animals. Huh. Huh. Crazy. I wonder what could be weird about this hawk. Dane is such a simple girl. She's so nothing, simple. Nothing like twigs. She is having... <laughs> everyone has to tell her everything very explicitly. Yes. And you know what? Mood. <laughs> right. Just, okay, sweetheart. It's Okay. Like, she has so much heart. Um, She does not have brains. She does not. Things do not make sense to her. Poor thing. Um, (laughs) uh, You know what? Dumb protagonist writes. (laughs) Just, you know, let's hear it for the idiotic protagonists. I fucking love you guys. Yeah. Dumbasses. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Um... Finally, some of Onua's friends catch up, one of whom is the famed King's Champion, Sir Alana of Pirate Swoop and Olau. See? 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 Familiar faces? We cannot get rid of these people even if we wanted to. Okay. Um, even Dane has heard of this famous lady knight. Alana takes to healing the hawk and realizes that since Dane found him, she might be able to use... 
her help. There we go. Uh, <laughs> she tells Dane to talk to the hawk with her mind and to refer to him as Numer Salmelin or Aram. Despite thinking this is the dumbest thing ever, Dane does <laughs> as she is commanded. Which is what she does every time. Someone's Constantly. like, do this. And she's like, okay. <laughs> what could happen? Um, uh, the hawk suddenly transforms into a naked man. And thankfully, Dane is ushered out of the tent. <laughs> what happened to my hawk? <laughs> what happened to my hawk? Where did this man come from? She's so, she, she's so distraught. Really, she just sees that the, the, the thing she had bandaged the wing with are, are popped off. And she's like, well, that's not going to fix the wing. And then she looks over and there's a man where her hawk was supposed to be. And she's like, where's my hawk? She's <laughs> <laughs> oh. just like, you're a good girl. You're a good girl, Dave. Out, out. She makes me think of Usagi, <laughs> Sailor yes. Moon. Just like, oh, you sweet idiot. Yes. That night, question mark, uh, Dane notices the fear in the animals around her. She doesn't sense the storm wings, but it is clearly something bad. She constantly refers to the fact that she once saw a rabid bear. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't. And that. she's like, this, th- when the rabid bear, he didn't feel like a normal animal. I could feel him because he was just wrong. And this is what it feels like. It feels like I when I saw the rabid bear, but not that. And everyone's like, then why is it like it? And she's like, <laughs> but it's like gold. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, like, animals are brown. <laughs> it's It's like someone with color blindness being told by somebody who can see color just describing something and they're like what the fuck are you talking about bears are just brown but this bear was like red sparkly brown (laughs) okay um she doesn't sense the storm wings but it is clearly something bad she alerts some sentries one of who is hakeem of the bloody hawk who is now just in the king's own i guess um good for him yeah um, says she's going to investigate. And for some reason, a grown man let a 13-year-old girl just walk away because uh, he's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I want to say, because it's, it's a fairly immediate thing, so I want to say, like, he was about to go, but then, like, he sees the lioness in the corner of his eye, and he's like, he's oh, like, no. okay, she All got right. it. I'll let her deal with the teenage girl. <laughs> I'll, I'll hang back. <laughs> As usual, I'm gonna let her deal with the teenage girls. Uh, exactly. Alana appears and is like, look, dummy, you can't just go off alone. And it's like, how did Dane survive this long? When Alana thinks you're being reckless, that might be... Yeah, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the knight and the girl go to investigate and find a bunny whose heart exploded from fear. Not super important, but like, Jesus, Tammy, what? Did Faithful give you a taste <laughs> for violent animal deaths? Um, yeah, you know what? Yes. Huge, like... I should have, we should have said this before, but there is a lot of animal death in this quartet. Like, animals are constantly dying. I'll be real. A lot of the things that happen in this book, I thought just happened spaced out. Because honestly, the Immortal series is not exactly a uh, a linear thing for me. I I remember it, like, sporadically, like it's written. Uh, (laughs) And... Yeah, I was like, no, I could have sworn that happens in, like, the last book. Why is this happening? Yeah. No, it just gets fucking It does just get worse. It gets worse from here. Things yeah. get very graphic, to be honest, in the yes. way that animals die. Yeah. Uh, so warning. <laughs> they quickly find out why the bunny had the heart attack, just in case you guys didn't 
keep up with that thread. Uh, <laughs> they quickly find out why when Spydron, large spiders with the face and neck of cat tooth humans, uh, descend. No, it's just like razor, like sharp fangs. She says they're like cat, they're cat-like teeth. Okay, I, I had I had remembered them-, them as 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 like metal, like how the storm wings have yeah, metal wings. Yeah, that's what I did too. But that's not what it says. <laughs> Interesting. Continue. Uh, oh, right. Cat-toothed human. Yeah. Uh, descend upon them. <laughs> they are aghast, but quickly dispatch of the monsters. Everyone is amazed by Dane's ability to sense the monsters and also her archery skills. She 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 really brushes those aside. She's just like, yeah, whatever. I can do it. I mean, yeah, I'm just a fair <laughs> marksman. It's I'm fine. just a fair marksman. No, honey, you're not just a fair marksman. <laughs> you're hitting, like, everything you aim at. Yeah, I mean, doesn't everyone? It's It's like... <laughs> I Hawkeye, not everyone. <laughs> um, she is basically inducted into this group of warriors because they are impressed with her fighting and her bravery, which is really just stupidity, but there isn't much of a difference. Onua confides in Dane that the hawk, Numer Salmalin, is a magician and a spy. I always think it's Salmaline because Salmaline. she has an accent mark on the last eye. Honestly, like... Sh- I know. In my copy it of the feels, book, which is the yeah. book that you, you originally read, there are so many typos and oh, yeah. accent marks disappear on things and there are just whole wrong... There is one bit where one of us literally in ballpoint pen fixed a word. <laughs> I think it was like supposed to be look, but it said took. And so like I, we just straight up just took a pen to the book. And just fixed it. Oh, that sounds like us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a magician and a spy. <laughs> a spy. Uh, his shape-shifting is a closely guarded secret, one with which she has now confided in Dane. Not, like, a smart idea. Like, no, but... She's I not mean, a very... She's too stupid to tell she, the right people. <laughs> she's... she. I feel like she's kind of like... I tell Dane something's important, and that is a secret, and her her dumb brain won't let her fucking do anything about it. She's like, but it's a secret. You, you just told me. Why would I secret. tell anyone? Why would I tell anyone? It's a secret. It's like, oh, honey. <laughs> the next day, Numer is still in need of healing and nursing, so Dane just wanders about the camp. Uh, she meets Darkmoon, who we learn is Alana's new horse and the grandson of her first horse, Moonlight. Which is like, oh man. Because it's been like nine years since yeah. the coronation. So it's like, how long do horses live again? <laughs> because by the coronation, uh, Moonlight was already like, what, eight? Yeah. When did she even like... She got her in the first book. No, yeah. No, I know that. Uh, and she was like... A few, a couple years, a few years old. George said, "Yeah." And then, like, I, I never I'd, saw I'd... her have any babies. <laughs> no, I'm assuming that after the events of the Lioness Rampant, she, they get her into breeding. I guess she just becomes yeah. a breeding horse. I don't know. That is beside the point. I'm getting back to the synopsis. <laughs> 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 um. Alana uses her horse to give her a reason to speak with the girl and thank her for everything she has done. She says that Dane is not o- has that Dane not only thank you. She says that Dane not only saved her life that the night before, but also the life of her best friend, which apparently Numer is her best friend. Yeah, that's we're that's learning what she this. Says. It's like oh okay, 
Cool. I'm so excited don't to tell Tammy. I mean, it, I'm excited to find out how that happens in the prequel books. Yes. Um. <laughs> Honestly, just reading that sentence made me go, ooh, we're gonna get to see that, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, ah, yes, Alana swears that she and her people of Olau and of Pirate Swoop are in debt to her and will treat her well. Dane doubts it since the nobles where she's from would never stoop to even speaking with a peasant, let alone a bastard like her who thinks she has a conversations with animals. <laughs> that crazy bastard. Uh, <laughs> uh, content with Numera's progress the, and the long-term healing spell she has put on him, Alana decides to take her party and go ahead to let King Jonathan know about the Spydron and Stormwings and whatever else Numera has told her, we assume, you know. Yeah. Uh, she thanks Dane again and promises they will meet again soon. Dane hasn't realized yet that she is now in their circle and will die in that circle. <laughs> Like, you did something nice for us? You're ours now? Guess what? Ride or die, bitch. <laughs> you no longer have any choice in the matter. <laughs> um, with Numera to help take care of the ponies. <laughs> As if. <laughs> Anua and Dane continue to move their charges to the capital. Dane observes the reserved, gentle, goofy weirdness of Numera and notices he is pretty much always tired. Uh, <laughs> She is startled when Anua tells her that Numer is the most powerful sorcerer in Tortal. Numer watches Dane and keeps pointing out that she has a lot of things she just inherently does seem to, you know, she just knows. And it's magical in nature. I miss, I butchered that sentence <laughs> and I'm going on. Um, <laughs> past, past hurt of not possessing the gift and letting her family down forces Dane to react with irritation and she dismisses the possibility. Numer continues to reach out to her anyway, not put off by her bristling. She is a 13-year-old girl and she does yeah. act a lot like a 13-year-old girl. She and does. I, I give her that. Everything is like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Or <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't know what today, so I'm going to get angry. <laughs> like oh <laughs> yeah no the the emotions i i feel 100 percent emotionally i was very dane <laughs> yeah luckily not mentally and that's why i'm still here today <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i'm gonna read the next two paragraphs since the yeah. next one's really short uh they make it to chorus and dane is affected by tpcs remember uh, oh, right. She is affected by TPCS and thinks none of her new friends will speak with her in public since they are well-to-do and she is a simple country girl. Her <laughs> her friends have other ideas. I'm just a simple country like, gal. <laughs> like, she sees Numer being escorted to his room and, and she's, like, in tears, like, I'm never going to see him again as he's going to the castle. And he's like, oh, honey, <laughs> I, you don't I'll, get it yet. You'll figure it out. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm... I, I, you, you are now under my care. Right. <laughs> um, Onua pro pro proposes, okay, good job. Proposes. <clears throat> Onua proposes that uh, Dane continue to work with her as she trains the new batch of recruits for the Queen's Riders. She is immediately ingratiated to the rider, rider training leaders, a large man named Sarge, and a familiar Khmer woman named Burry, <laughs> who is the leader of the Queen's Riders, of course. I mean, technically, uh, Thayette's the leader of the Riders, but um, Burry's the she's real the leader. Commander. <laughs> she's the commander. She's the chief commander or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
They catch up and Dane, feeling like an imposition, goes to see the ponies. While she's in the stables, as if summoned, a lovely woman, <laughs> a lovely, elegant woman in breeches and a riding shirt, tells Dane that she reminds her of Horse Lord. Dane knows of the Horse Lords and that they're Kamiri gods, and the woman states she is half Kamiri. Uh, Dane says she works for Onua, and the woman immediately knows her name. Uh, they go, the bell rings to go to lunch. I don't know why I got so detailed here. Um, you were like, I am obsessed with this scene. This must have been the part where my uh, Med- medicine in. started kicking in. Um, <laughs> the noon bell rings and the woman decides to take Dane to get food. She asks the woman's name and she responds, hey, Ed. And Dane realizes she has been speaking to the queen of Tortal. Fayette tells her Tortal is different and she will do fine there. Yeah, sure, lady. Um, <laughs> you you could say that. Um, right. Of course, you can say best that, Richard. Uh, best part of that scene is Dane basically being like, this is the most beautiful woman I have ever met. Right. <laughs> Dane, like, oh my God. Dane was not written as a bi mess, but she is a bi But bi-mess. she's absolutely a bi mess. She yes. is absolutely, actually, yet again, everyone in this book is bi. In fact, there's a part later where she puts a hand on, on Miri's shoulder and she's like, ooh, she's muscular. <laughs> I know. I was like, like, oh, okay. Everyone in this book is also bi, especially yes. Numair. I have so Numer. much to say about <laughs> Numair's sexuality in other times. We'll be talking about it. But he is, especially in the, like, the prequel books, he yeah. is very bisexual. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and incredibly goofy. I love him. Um, Dane goes out to the field to help the trainees pick two mounts each. She asks what she should do, and Sarge gives her the best piece of advice anyone can receive. You make your own authority. And it's true. You act with authority, and people will assume you have authority. This is life. (laughs) This is life. Honestly, that is one of the best things I've ever read, because, like, that is the truth. That's what I've started doing with callers when they start, because... People pleaser Ariana was like, oh, no, I'll, t- I'll be sweet to them. I'll sweet talk them. No, no, no. When a caller is in that state, you take charge. You put on your mom voice <laughs> and you say, we are going to do things my way. That's how you make your own authority. Yeah. It's why people think I have more qualifications. Right. Than do at work. <laughs> love that about me. I um, love it. Uh, okay. Mm. She tries it out by helping her friends from lunch get acquainted with the best ponies for them to... For them, then naturally realizes. Wait, okay, I'm just not realizing. Yeah, we skipped. A, a, oh my god, I skipped a lot in the mess hall. <laughs> they had words are proven true. <laughs> oh my some, god, when some young writers in training, Evan and Miri, decide she is their friend. Note: I love how it's like she's like I don't want to sit with the teachers because this is very much Dane's first day of high school and just like coming in and like finding her her people immediately. Or rather, they find her, which, again, I feel that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. She is introduced to and given authority over the trainees, then ushered off to the tailor where she's fitted for her own breeches. This is her real I'm not in Kansas anymore moment, because no one where she was from would ever have approved of anything she's seeing and doing. But here, it is encouraged. Yep. They're like, so not to offend you, but what's with the skirts and petticoats? Petticoats. <laughs> do, do you like them? No, I do fucking you, hate them. Well, then, then let's find you something are you else. wearing them? <laughs> we can do breeches. <gasps> I can wear breeches. <laughs> this is men's garments. 
exactly. Um, I'm already a bastard because that's the first thing she goes to every like, time she gets self-deprecating. That She's is, just like... That is her version of Alana's, I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um... Right, but she gets, she, she's and in the- And Dane goes to the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she goes to the field, blah, blah, blah. I already said that bit. Um, and then uh, she helps her friends from lunch get acquainted with the best ponies for them naturally. For, for them. them. Then, then naturally, oh my, I cannot read. Literally the one time I don't put a comma in. <laughs> How dare you not put a comma in? Um, <laughs> Naturalizes without realizing it because she's Dane, that she bridges the gap between the ponies and the riders so they can all be well-matched and prepared. You know, you say that dramatically. I meant it. <laughs> okay. That mm-hmm. night, <clears throat> she engages with the trainees through dinner and her and the, into their nighttime lessons. But when it comes time for bed, she finds she can't sleep around the humans. She goes out to the stable and falls asleep with the animals. She has a dream that she and Anua and the trainees are being attacked by Stormwings and knows it's a warning. I'm going to read the next chapter as well. She or- literally, she <laughs> doesn't even go to the stable. She just goes out into the fucking meadow. Where all under a tree where all the ponies oh, are. Yeah, yeah. She's just in the fucking meadow. Like, I'm just gonna sleep out here. I'm just gonna chill here. Because um it's preferable to sleeping with humans. Yep. I concur. Uh <laughs> Dane barely gets a out a warning before the Stormwings descend, led by Jeanet Bitterclaws. Cloud leads the ponies from the stable, and Tahoy leads the dogs from the kennel to Dane's aid before anyone else can assemble. Uh, Dane and the animals fight back, Dane throwing rocks since she has no weapons. Uh, soon the Stormwings are bombarded with magical attacks and Darkmoon, saddle empty, comes to Dane's defense. <laughs> He's like, nope, fuck it, bitch. You got it covered. I'm gonna go get her. Um, uh, Sarge throws Javelin and Onua comes in with her arrows as Alana and Numer light them up with magical attacks. Bitterclaw sees her forces cannot withstand and leaves those who remain in retreat. Yeah, just, you know... She just comes and goes. She's just she's not even like that much of a nuisance, to be quite honest. She's really more of an annoyance than anything, I'd think. Like she just shows up, she screeches things and like leaves. And she's kind of like portrayed as the big bad of this book, in a way. In a way, yeah. There is no real like big bad person in this book. It is just like forces, ideas, in as much as like the Wicked Witch is the big bad, because in all honesty, the problem lies in their political structure. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, she's, yep. I don't know. Okay. Dane thanks the animals, all of whom miraculously survived. A couple of them die. No, 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 no she says right. all of all them, them survived. Arrived. She's like, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, and is set upon by her trainee friends with questions. Anua whisks her away after breakfast and takes her to a briefing room where she is clumsily introduced to King Jonathan, who she is also in love with. She's like, oh my god. this She even thinks, this is it. I'm in love. <laughs> and later in the book, she literally at one point is like, I guess Numair's kind of okay for a guy, but he's right. no King Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, okay, so I'm comparing literally everyone to the king and queen. Okay, cool, Yes, cool. pretty much. They are just like... Um, she is probed for information about her lineage. They are very, like, I wouldn't say rude. They're um, to the point about it. <laughs> yes, blunt. Uh, they don't use very much tact. Um, well, because they don't think it's such a big deal. Uh, they yeah. don't realize that, you know, these things hurt her. Yeah, because exactly. Because they are, are removed from, one, her society, and, yeah. and two... 
from I don't know yeah. just how she's had to deal with everything. I mean, know? yeah, because like back home, just telling them her name is uh, her last name Sarasri, right? Mm-hmm. She is telling everyone she meets that she's a bastard because she took her mom's name. Um, you would take your dad's name generally um, in that culture, like Icelandic. Yes, I was. I was thinking about that as I was reading it this time. I was like, oh yeah, because Sarasri means daughter Sarah. of Sarah. Yeah. So um, it's uh, basically she's she's just used to being able to say that and everyone understanding what's going on here. But she says that and they're they don't get it because they don't know the culture of Gala. So it's mm-hmm. it's an actually very interesting um, like conversation that happens yeah. there. The exchange is very interesting and. It, and it's I, very scholarly because yeah. it's being led by, you know, uh, Jonathan and Numair, who are like, we need to know more. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, they are telling her that beings which were in the divine realms, like Stormwings and Spydron, are being seen in all of the neighboring kingdoms as well, notably griffins and winged horses. The conversation turns to her own magic, and Numair reveals that he believes she possesses wild magic, and has thought so for some time. He wants to teach her how to control it, and to study it so they can devise a way to warn people of the presence of these immortals. (gasps) It's the name of the series! (gasps) Title drop. Damn. Uh, (laughs) I I do want to note, I kept it out of the actual thing, but, like, Dane is not pleased with him just blindsiding her with this. She's like, so wait, you fucking knew about this on the road. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, what was I going to do, man? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it when you're, you're, you're stunned by Jonathan. It's fine. Um, Dane helps the trainees learn to ride and care for their mounts. When the trainees work on, on other subjects, she studies new magic with Numair. She learns to control her psychic reach, to sense magic, uh, to will animals to, into doing as she commands. But Dane is noticeably holding back. Spelt noticeably wrong. Uh, <laughs> she is afraid of some unspoken event in which she believes she was driven to madness. It's like she doesn't tell us either. This is something she keeps from the the reader as well as her friends. So we are yeah. all like, what happened? Uh, she is afraid of. Oh right, she is terrified of losing herself. Dane decides to test herself without anyone around so she doesn't scare them into hating her. So she risks losing herself and tries to reach out and run with a herd of horses. Sensing she is losing herself, Cloud fights to get into the stable to wake her. No, this is literally... I didn't didn't keep in there that... That happens when she's fucking meditating. She's in the meditation, like the group meditation when that happens. No, because she's in the stable. No, 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 because... No, it's definitely in the meditation because she runs in, like pushes... Sarge over and stuff to get in and she bites her on the elbow and like picks her up in the mi- and everyone's looking at her. <laughs> everyone's just fucking like looking at her and that like leads to her being more upset. Break from the call and ran to the stable where Dane's body was. Yep, you were okay. right. I was like, no, how... <laughs> And then I couldn't find it in the book, sister. My eyes wouldn't find it. Then why was everyone in the stable? Every- it literally says everyone's talking Be- around her. Because uh, 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 Cloud was banging on the stable door trying to get in. And so people came yeah. running. Gotcha. Okay. It is, it is strangely worded. I Sorry. Continue. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, um, Cloud she's testing herself. able to wake her from her 
disembodied state. Uh, she causes a fuss and Numera comes as well. Uh, as Dane comes to her senses, comes too, uh, <laughs> Numera ushers her out of the stable and away from onlookers. Dane insists that she was si- just sick and tells Numera to drop it. Mm. Later, she runs into Stefan, the chief hostler. Since Numera told Dane that Stefan has wild magic, she asks him how he keeps from losing himself and joining the herd. He simply tells her uh, he remembers he's human. She decides this is too simple to be the case for her. <laughs> Dane, Numera, Anua, Alana, Thayette, and the writers pack up and travel to Pirate Swoop, uh, which is their summer camp, training camp location. Yes. They're not just going on summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't they? I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Um, Dane sees the ocean for the first time and is amazed. Miri, being from the coast, knows everything about the sea and is happy to teach Dane something for once. Miri and Thayette go to the beach with Dane. As soon as her feet touch the water, Dane can hear a symphony of whale songs and alien-sounding voices. She lets her magic roam, and a nearby sea lion attacks her, mistaking her presence for another male coming to steal his harem. Dane realizes the misunderstanding and calms the animal, and more so, the alarmed humans. That night, sleeping among the harem the Bull King had been protecting, uh, the badger comes to Dane, and he is pissed. He demands she tell her companions about her past and about what she is afraid of. So she does. I'm just snipping it down. Uh, long story short, <laughs> raiders came through and killed her ma and granda, as well as all of the animals on the farm. No one came to check on them, which angered Dane. She took solace in a pack of wolves and lost herself to them. Eventually, the townsfolk came to lure her out and kill her. Cloud came to save her, and when she and she came back to herself when she remembered she was human. She'd been walking on two legs, so she went, "Oh yeah, I'm human." And then suddenly, she was herself again. It's just like Stefan said, "You bastard." Sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're like Stefan knows everything, right? He's a- you know, fantastic character. I will protect him with my life. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, she confesses to the company that she is afraid to lose herself and implies she is afraid they would turn on her just like the villagers. To the contrary, Onua is just happy her girl is talking about what happened. And Numer tells her he can easily help with that. <laughs> also, she straight up with that wolf pack, murdered every single yeah. bandit in the group that raided her I did leave that part out. Yeah. Like, they fucking pick them off, like, one by one kind of shit. To um, be fair, they had at least like, intended to rape her mother. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, like, I don't say they didn't deserve it. I no. just think that this is something that people gloss over. That Dane killed an entire, like, bandit group. Just, like, she's 13. Doesn't that make you go, um, oh, I see. Oh, (laughs) sure. Yeah. How is that not something that they're concerned about? This should Um, alarm everyone. Numair and Dane place a spell around her magic so she has a container to pull from instead of free-flowing magic. Dane is so pissed off that that's that easy. Yeah. (laughs) Numair teaches Dane about, uh... Yeah, Numera teaches Dane about sea creatures, and she gets a chance to test her abilities on an injured otter. She slowly heals the otter, and while it tires her, she doesn't have a surge of magic that knocks her out. So, being Dane, she decides to test out her reach on a pod of dolphins just off the coast and accidentally stops her heart because it is too loud for her to concentrate. While she's dead, she sees her mother with an ethereal yet earthy man-like being. As she is snapped back to her body, she sees a storm wing in the clouds who promises better claws coming for her. Um... She, yeah, she's just like, I, this is too loud. I need it to stop. And then she just dies. And thank fuck, Alana has 
is a uh, AED. Dane returns to this is the last that I have. (laughs) Dane returns to herself and realizes that while she may have seen her mother in a dream, because she she really does gloss over the fact that she comes back and like Numair is so upset that she was dead, and he's like, "You, you, how? Why did you do that? You, you were dead, Dane. He is so fucking mad. She was dead, and she's like, "Well, if you're gonna be in this mood, I'm not gonna talk to you." Me. It's fantastic. So, so Dane returns to herself and realizes that while she may have seen her mother in a dream or in, a, in death, she doesn't really think about it, uh, she definitely encountered the Stormwing just above the clouds. Um, she tests and realizes that she can sense them. They are hiding out like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In like a net amongst the clouds. Um yeah. uh, Numer says that they have their own kind of magic, so that explains it. But, like, it would have been a really good thing to tell everyone earlier. You knew we were dealing with Stormwings. Can you just tell us that they have their own kind of magic? Yeah. The problem is, they aren't attacking. They're just waiting. They're just waiting. So they're like, ah, I see. (laughs) And then, and then. The the writers in training, um, they're heading to a village to camp for the night, and uh, it is suspiciously empty. Yeah. Like, everybody just picked up and vanished, and um, they find out why. What is the reason, sister? It is a griffin pair. They're so good. They are fantastic. So if you don't, if you guys don't know what griffins are, it is a winged (laughs) cat with the head of an eagle and, like, the feet of an eagle. Yeah, and the front feet of an eagle, yeah. So but they've got like ears and yeah, it's they're really cute. <laughs> Just in general, griffins are some of my favorite mythical creatures. Absolutely, so they are so fantastic. But the griffin pair come around and everyone's gonna fucking shoot at them. But thankfully, Dane can feel her you know rabid bear sense tingling. Um, but she knew that this one wasn't going to be bad, so she's like, no, 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 don't shoot, don't shoot. Um, and then they have a whole conversation through images um, mm-hmm. in her mind. But and somehow through, even through images, they're like really talking down to her. They're like, yeah, they are fucking human. It's so fantastic. <laughs> um, it's just like, mm, the griffins mm. are throwing shade. They um, are. <laughs> but basically we learned that you can't lie around griffins. Um, so that's the thing. And that, Griffins used to be hunted to be put on shields for their ability to keep people from lying in their presence. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So and so basically they explain that they were just getting rid of the humans because... Humans' voices are loud. Yeah, and first of all, terrible. humans' voices are loud. But then also they were uh, worried about their own nests. They yeah. didn't want humans coming in, stomping, and, and, and just ruining their young um and so dane of course makes a pact with the <laughs> yeah with the griffins on behalf of the town she makes a she makes a treaty okay you know? um they won't come near you guys and if you guys don't go near their nest they don't even like you they think you're ugly and stupid and yeah. they don't <laughs> at one point alana goes well will you tell your friends and they're like hey we are not her friends <laughs> Don't you dare insinuate that we're her friends. But at least her voice doesn't hurt as bad. And then they mm-hmm. fucking take off. Oh, but Thea and again, is like, nobody Thea talks is about like, that. if you, if you fucking 
if you fucking, like, take any livestock or people, we're gonna kill you. And the griffins were like, are you serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, please. We don't fucking care. But yeah. Um, So then they show up at uh, Pirate Swoop. Although that does, uh, just sorry, before, isn't that where, um, when she was trying to stop them from killing the griffins, Mm -hmm. um, the mounts all turned on their their riders. Um, They didn't, they just didn't want Whatever Alana, whatever Dane was stopping, <laughs> they were like, okay, no, fucking stop. Get out. And yeah. so they like grabbed people's arm, like weapon arms and stuff like that to keep them from doing things. And it's like, uh, hmm. Yeah. And Thea kind of hmm. tells her, hey, you need to get a grip on that because ooh, this, that cannot happen. We cannot have our mounts turning on us in battle. And Numer's yeah. like, I mean, sh- to a certain extent, she can't help that. They, she doesn't put her will on them. They just want to do what she do, what she wants them to do. Yeah. And so. it's, yeah. But yeah, then they show up to uh, Pirate Swoop and we get to meet all of, uh, because Alana and George have been getting busy. Um, yeah. They have three children now. The oldest one, Thom. Yes, we're going to continue <laughs> calling him Thom. Um, we don't actually learn the names of Alan and um, Al- Allie. What is, what is yeah. her name? Allie, Allie Ann or something like that. Uh, um, but Allie. I don't remember yeah. her full name. And then we also meet Thea and John's kids. Rold, who is the prince. He is ten? No, or he's nine. He's, he's nine. going to be a page next year, he says. Um, which really fucks up timelines saying that. Because... They got pregnant quick. <laughs> they did. They really fucking did. Because it has only been... But yes... Callie enrolled. And Thom is like a little copy of Alana, but with hazel eyes instead. <laughs> and it's so cute. Yeah. I love it. I love listening to him. He's fantastic. Yes. I, I love these children. I would die for them. Um, and, and, and Callie is named after um, Thayette's mom. Yeah, and Rold um, is obviously named after Jonathan's father. Jonathan's dad. Yeah, they're yeah. like we're royal. We have to pass on names. That's our thing. <laughs> so, and yeah, we no. already know that Rold is like he was like Rold the third, technically the his <laughs> dad. Now this is Rold the fourth. Um, we we learn this in fucking uh, Becca Cooper stuff. Yeah, there are like Roger and Rold. All of those names just get reused <laughs> a lot. They do. Um, <laughs> But we meet them because they are so excited for Dane to be there. They're, like, obsessed with her. Um, yes. All three of them have the gift. Um, so they're, like, because, of course they do, because they're spawns of the <laughs> most powerful mages right. in the country, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just, but not together, thankfully. No. Can you imagine the scary Oof. powers that the child of John and Alana would have had. Yeah, no, that would have been um, the Antichrist. Uh, <laughs> like, that it would have been the harbinger of doom. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Um, they're obsessed with her. They want to follow her around and help her out. Um, and she's like, I cannot let the prince and princess help me in the stable. And then Thayette's like, okay, kids, if she says you can, you can, but you can't quit once you get started. You know, like... I, I fucking love that. And it's like, if you start, 
don't fucking finish, bitch. <laughs> like, you better learn to finish. You better learn to finish. She, it. she, uh, Dane is pleased to learn that these, uh, this prince and princess are, they are given chores and they are taught to, like, actually work for something. Yeah. And it's like, all right, breaking the cycle of spoiled royalty. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's nice. Um, and so she has them helping her. They bring her a... Oh, that's what how that ha- happens first. They bring her a wounded osprey. Oh, um, yes. So she, she mends the osprey, and it was e- much easier than the otter. So she does that, and the kids are all like, you know, we, we want to follow you around. And she's like, okay, if I ignore them, they'll go away. And then they didn't. <laughs> she's like, okay, I'm going to go in the baths. They won't follow me in there. They don't. But she comes out, and they're still waiting. <laughs> It's like but, children uh, are like cats. When they find something that they're wanting to obsess over, they will just obsess yeah, over it. Like my cat in the fucking closet in the bedroom right now for some goddamn reason. <laughs> Got her claw stuck trying to open it. Like, girl, you are a cat. You should stop trying to open doors. This is not a cat skill. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, basically, they then realize that all of the storm wings off the coast have disappeared. Um, uh, Alana's called away because there's an ogre in a, a nearby fife. So, fief? Fife. Fife, right? Fife, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but she gets called away, and then mm-hmm. all the storm wings disappear, and then I'm skipping around a bit because there's a bunch of stuff in here we don't need to talk about. We don't ha- need to right. do right. this. No, exactly. This is why that's get. where I, like, fucking um, lost my friend. <laughs> but she then gets greeted in the night by a bunch of bats. Like, a bunch of bats. Her yeah. entire stable loft is covered in bats. And they, like, come to her and everything. And they're like, hey, there are a bunch of strangers in our woods. And we don't like it. And it scares us because they have weapons. And so they get, like, her... She has, she gets, like, numbers for them. She's like, this is, like, 500 people out in the forest. And so then she goes and she calls, she talks to, she goes down, like, covered in bats downstairs. <laughs> and uh, Callie sees and is like, <gasps> um, but then they, like, bring her in to talk to Jonathan and George. Jonathan and, and George? And, yeah. Okay, he's still yeah, there. Yeah, because, hey, by the way, George is there. Yeah, yeah, George is no, still there. No, no, I meant John. Yeah, John no. is still there. Oh, John. Um, no, John's not there. No. It's just George and Thayette, right? It is, it is, yes. Um, But she's like, hey, uh, my bats say they see all these people. Oh, and Numair's there too. Yeah, um, right. My there bats say the they see presence. all of these people in our area, and I don't think that's good. And they're like, it is not. And it is, is hard like, to take you... you seriously, though, with bats in your hair. <laughs> and George Sorry. is like, okay, can, immediately goes to, can you use your friends for spies? Immediately. Immediately. George is like, immediately, can you use, can you use your animal friends for reconnaissance? And she's like, yes, as long as you don't ask me to fight. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I, sure. Like, Sure. So she sends out owls and is like, oh, I'm sorry. It's more like 600 dudes. <laughs> um, uh, and to then, be fair, bats have a weird way of counting things. So it's hard for her to translate. <laughs> it's true. Um, but then everyone, they like, in the middle of the night, they all like go out and bring everyone from the village inside the castle walls. And all of the villagers are freaked out because the animals are just going with them. 
Because Dane contacts them and is like, okay, you need to go with your people so that you don't die. And they're like, why had no one explained this to us before? This would have been so much easier other times. And she's just like, why do people not explain things to animals? I fucking love that because I do explain things to my cat about why we're doing things. Like, as I'm doing things, I'm like, I'm putting you in the carrier because we need to go in the car so we can go to the vet. Mm. You know? (laughs) Why am I like this? Um, (laughs) And then they realize that, you know, it's been a trap because everyone in the army is pretty far away. And they called Alana away first. And that's why the Stormwings disappeared. Blah, 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 blah. By the time morning comes... And all of the fog that's off the coast dissipates, or it comes in. The fog comes in, and it starts, it's obviously filled with, like, magic dampening spells. So the, um, everyone in the palace with the gift can't, like, do any magic. And Numer is having to have this, like, conversation of what is more important for me to do do I focus all my strength on lifting the dampening spells and let everyone else gifted to do the the rest of it? Or do I try to use everything I have to pierce the dampening Mm -hmm. spells and help no one else, basically? Um, Which is a very interesting... I'm glad that she explores that choice because that's something that all of these, like, most powerful, like, sorcerers end up in a lot of fiction just, like, never really considering other people. Like, I'm the best, so I'm going to do it. And it's like, but what about the other people around you that are, like, there to support you? Um, But he thinks about that, and he does decide once the fog dissipates, and they see that there's a bunch, like, the Karthaki Navy, but no Karthaki flags are being flown, so it's not war. Um, (laughs) But uh, he uses his powers to lift the dampening spells. um, And... The, all of the barges in the cove have, like, catapults, and they all have a sorcerer, a mage at the front that are, like, from the Karthaki University, um, which are, like, the most powerful. Like, they're akin to the masters in the City of the Gods. Um, it's the same kind of rank system. So, uh, and then we find out that Numer is one of only seven black robes in the world, which is the highest uh, <laughs> mage robe level. so he's one of seven in the world good for him um we meet some of the others in the third book love that yeah Uh, (laughs) and i love all of them yeah like there's so much okay sorry i'm I'm here uh basically the stormwings come down and they're like okay we'll make a truce if you just surrender thayette and her children and we take them and kill them and obviously everyone's like, no, that's not, we're Come not on. doing that. It's no big deal. <laughs> it's not, just give us the queen and the heirs. That's all we want. <laughs> You'll save everyone else. It's like, what do you, what? <laughs> so they obviously say no. So the siege starts um, and Dane is having to spend the whole time, like holding back all of the animals from attacking because she's like, I can't lose these people this is not their problem this is humans problem so i shouldn't my friends shouldn't be in on this um so she's spending most of her strength doing that while she's um she's an archer up on the wall mm-hmm. and she's at the same time trying to like keep all of the animals in the surrounding area from attacking people um yeah and then she 
what happens after that. Anua talks to her about it, right? Yeah, Anua's like, hey, don't, you know. Oh, wait, she passes out? I think she passes out, yeah. Oh, she got a nosebleed from holding them back. That was it, okay. Yeah. Oh, and from talking to the dragon? The dragon happens on that day, too. The dragon happens later. No, the dragon happens that day, and then it's the nighttime when she goes to talk in the ocean. And then it's the third, you know, after that. So the first day after they say no to the treaty, the treaty. Oh, yeah, I see. Uh, the, a dragon appears. Um, and Yeah, because that's what causes her to pass out. Um, mm-hmm. A dragon appears yeah. and is, like, trying to attack them. And Dane is finally able to, like, talk to the dragon and be like, no. Because the dragon's like, you guys brought me here. I have to take, you know, the, the yeah. dark-haired woman and bring her in because then they'll send me back to my home. And she's upset and, like... Dane, like, reaches out to, like, touch her, and the dragon, like, takes in a bunch of Dane's magic to heal herself, and Dane, like, fucking gets a nosebleed. Yeah. Um, and passes out. Um, and it, it, she then comes to, and she's like, the dragon was pregnant, and she was brought here, when she was brought here, she, they killed the baby, but she just, which, this implies that dragons are mammals, because she's pregnant with the baby. Yeah. And then she goes off to give live birth. Um, so I guess dragons are Maybe mammals. Maybe they just keep their eggs. I don't know. I th- that's, I'm. I'm not going to question it. I'm yeah. going to move forward. Um, <laughs> and so Dane's like, um, I think we just, I just saved her baby. Uh, and that's when Anua is like, hey, why are you so drained? And she's like, well, I've been holding all my friends back all day. And Anua's like, why? You realize that this is something they want to do. It's not something you're forcing them to do. You need to just tell them how the smartest way to do these things. Because that way, you'll actually, like... Help, you'll save them instead thank of... Thank you. They, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to actually... <laughs> have them make logical decisions instead of, of just flying blindly at a sword. <laughs> yeah. So she basically... Because apparently I went straight to birds, so... Well, the birds were the ones birds? that got free. Birds the- are the fucking MVPs of, of these... Honestly, the book's going forward. Yeah. Birds are very, like... Important. Yeah. Then she basically reaches out to all of these different animals and being like, okay, I don't want you to fight, but... If you could go and, like, chew all of their bowstrings uh, or chew through all their saddle straps or, you know, yeah, if you want to go ruin all their food, we're not going to stop you. Um, <laughs> so then she's like, maybe I can go ask the, the whales to help. So if I can get down into the salt water, because cold things are a, a boost to your um, it's magic a, it's as a well shock as salt your system, water. So, yeah. Like, yeah. And salt water is also an amplifier of magic. So she Which goes is down. why when she t- stepped in in the beginning, when she first got to the ocean, she heard the whale singing whale so song, loudly. Yeah. Just, sorry. Yeah. But um, <laughs> she, then she like goes down to the water and she finds the pod and she's like, can you help us? Like, we're, you know, things are gonna, they're gonna just kill us and slaughter all of these people. And uh, the whales are like, okay, and? Like, we're not gonna get involved. Killing is like beneath us. And they are, like, steadfast pacifists. And they're mm-hmm. like, if anyone ever accidentally kills other another higher being, they starve themselves to death. 
as a way to atone. It's like, okay. So the whales are like, peace, we're not doing it. And so she keeps trying to search outward. And then she comes to the fucking Kraken. Yep. And the Kraken's like, oh, who do you need me to, uh, who do you need me to kill? I will kill any fleet you like, little fish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, okay, he's like four days away. He can't, it'll be fine. He won't get here in time. So it doesn't matter that I did a deal with the devil, basically. Um, (laughs) And then the next day, well, when she's trying to get out back up from the beach where she called the Kraken. The dragon grabs her and brings her up because they start loading the can- ca- the cantaloupes. The catapults. <laughs> they load the catapults with cantaloupes. That yeah, they sense. load the, ca- the catapults and everything. So yeah. the dragon comes down and, like, picks her up and then brings her to the, um, to the wall and then literally sets all the barges on fire from her paws. Um, and then they kill her by shooting her with a blast jelly. Which and, is a jelly-like burning substance. And I need this to be said because Dane kept trying to get her to back off. She was yeah. like, no, they're going to kill you. You need to, you can't, you got to pull back. And she was just kind of like, no, I have to do this. It, like in her, in her dragon head speech. and Yeah. She's like, I have to, you know. The and dragon's her- only reply was a vision of a cave high above the sea with light coming out of its mouth. Ugh. Yeah. So it's like, Okay. I'm doing this for you. This needs to be done. Um, this is for you, Dane. And then, uh, yeah, they kill her, which is just like, ah, I see. Um, but that's okay, because Alana arrives, and um, also the Kraken arrives. Um, so, you know, yeah. support from either side. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But the Kraken so- just goes wild. He- and just goes avatar state on them yeah very gleefully murdering these fleets of people um but that's okay um because <laughs> dane passes out again she also she kills jenna bitterclaws as well just uh, putting that out there yeah. shoots her through the throat um then she, why see. did she pass out that time <laughs> i don't think she does she totally no, does. she doesn't then she it- sleeps for like she sleeps for like four days. Caref- uh, I mean, no, I, like, let's see. They they should have killed you, girly. The stormwing drew in closer. You call me a monster. What are you? My gods made me. You're just a freak. All you do is get your friends killed, like that poor dragon. They'd be better off if you just threw yourself off the cliff right now. God damn, she's rude. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you know, she's dead. And Dane goes, "Did I do that?" Literally. Oh, did I know you could do that? <laughs> oh, because she drew... Uh, en- she didn't pass out because Dane... Because she was about to pass Cloud, out. Yeah, but Cloud maybe. gave her energy and she was like, did I know you were able to do that? Yeah. But then she totally passes out. Now she tells me... No. Wake me up in time for supper. Okay, she sat with uh, Numera okay. and curled she up goes to sleep. Him. She doesn't pass out. She just takes a little nap. That's fine. Um, dragon returned to the ca- day into the castle. Cloud dragged it over. <sighs> and then we get to the epilogue. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because a lot comes back every we save the day and so on yeah. and so forth. Uh, but the epilogue is that Dane can't um, stop dreaming 
in like this three day sleep she has because she mm-hmm. really, really overdid herself. Like every Tamora Pierce character, Tamara Pierce character does. Um, but yes, <laughs> at that's one just point or another, <laughs> always. But um, she keeps having the vision of the cave uh, that's glowing, and so when she wakes up, she's like, "Okay, I'm going," and everyone's like, "What?" So they go with her. Um, they're like, okay, we will keep you from dying, uh, child. God damn it, child. Literal child here in front of us who is just gonna run off immediately after waking up from, like, a three-day sleep. (laughs) Just jumps up and goes, I gotta find the cave. And they do, and they find a baby dragon there. And she nurses the baby dragon. Sky Song? Yeah, her mom passed that on to me before she died. So, yeah, Sky Song. She she feeds a, a bottle of goat's milk. And it's like, that does imply that dragons are mammals. Yeah. How strange. I I guess, okay, they're the, I guess the scaliness could actually be closer to, like, um, armadillos. Maybe. That's interesting. That's an interesting idea. So that's the book. What do we think about that book? I mean, I absolutely love it. Fantastic. It's great. Um, It's a found family. it's it's a good it's a good story for that but it's also a good this is tamara pierce being like nope i honed it i know my voice now and just like plowing into it and it's just delightful um i like my note of sometimes a family is a 13 year old girl who talks to animals a cranky (laughs) pony a lanky mage a horse mistress and a giant guard dog (laughs) yes that's pretty um, much how that is. It's just, but yeah, it it really is a the this first book is very much just acceptance, like acceptance into a pack, acceptance of oneself, because yeah. like because she does uh, she does like doubt the writers wanting to keep her around because uh, a particularly nasty uh, recruit who um, then uh, dips out in pirates landing or pirates swoop. <laughs> um, that's King's Landing and Pirate Swoop combined, so. Um, <laughs> but she's like, oh, you think they're going to keep you around? What happens if, if uh, their horses are too busy saving you to, to do them any good? They're going to ditch you. And so it's like her like coming to realize, actually, they won't ditch me for just being myself. Yeah. Like, they might, they might be upset with the decisions I make, and that could be, be it, but... They're not going to run away right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I so, like that. I do like that. Um, uh, Dane is baby. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I would die for Callie rolled and Thom. Yes. Um, the entire premise of Wild Magic is so fascinating to me. Is mm-hmm. it, like, just for animals? Like, does Wild Magic only work with animals? Or are there people who are, like, plant-hearted? Right. I feel like there definitely are people who are plant-hearted. Um, like, does wild magic also includes, like, plants and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's so interesting to think about, like, what does wild magic actually really relate to? Mm-hmm. Because, um, yeah. We meet horse-hearted people. Yeah. And, and in so it's just later like, books, we meet the, the cat-hearted people. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's like, it's fascinating to me. Like, 
Yeah. I just want to know the extents of wild magic and what it means. For sure. It's... And I think and can, I, can a person have the gift and wild magic at the same time? Do we find that out ever? Because um, that would be I super mean, interesting. I don't know. Because, I mean, essentially, uh, Anua has the gift, but she oh, also that's true. She's is also considered horse hearted, so she's yeah. got at least a touch of wild magic. Yeah. So I think it's just something that you can and can't have, but like it doesn't preclude any. Um, gift yeah okay yeah it just right. probably means that you can gift. yeah she's like i don't have much of it but if i hide if something, I hide it something. Stays hidden. <laughs> it's like okay all right she's just all very right. good at warding spells hey man um but anything else you really liked about the book i mean look man like i i i see where this really like this inspired my immediate writing, like, upon, and I didn't even remember how much, um, but it's, like, yeah, it's just, it's that kind of good story. You get really pulled into the, the, the way that animals talk differently. Yeah. Like, each, each kind of animal focuses on different things, and they're awareness of things because of their different like abilities like 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 the bats and counting their they are counting is what it is because they're you know listening for how things reverberate and yeah so i love that i do yeah. <laughs> and i yeah it's nice things it is. i don't like about this book though yeah F- grown men stop Flirting with a 13-year-old girl challenge. Yeah. I feel like I also felt that I really, like, aside from the stupidity, maybe. I don't know. I guess I can't really tell. But I, f- I feel Dane. I, that, that was, that was, she's me at 13. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, absolutely. Like. Just awful. Um, the good news is that after some retconning in the, uh. <laughs> the uh, prequels. Mm-hmm. Numair was is only twelve years older than Dane, not fifteen. Yay! As the original. So, but that doesn't matter. He's her teacher. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the first book, sister. Don't go spoiling I shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just talking about how he fucking flirts with her. It's weird. He, he, honestly, it's weird. he's the only one who doesn't flirt with her. He does a little, though. He just, he speaks calmly to her. That's it. Like, he he does, he says at one point, um, because she's like, oh, why didn't you tell me about uh, the wild magic while we were on the road? And he was like, would you go running at a deer? He's like, I don't need you to scare. I wanted to approach you in the way that you deemed okay. Yeah. And it's like, and then there's Jonathan, who's like, I am handsome and you will tell me things. And then no, it's weird. And then there's George who's like, hey, how's it going? Good looking. I love me some people. Everybody fuck me. <laughs> like that is the energy Baron George has given off. <laughs> yeah. I mean it, uh, he's he's like, oh, hey there, Anua. Oh, you looking fine, girl. <laughs> he's yeah. flirting with all these women, then his mom his, then his wife is like um, 
I I see you're greeting all of my friends and leaving me to be <laughs> set upon by your children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I it's just it's just slightly uncomfortable. Yes. Like, oh, wait, and Sarge as as good as he is also is like, oh yeah, they'll try to those city boys will try to talk sweet talk a sweet thing like you. What? Okay. Kind of fucked up that the first black person in any of her books was a former slave. That are the Canary not black? Hmm. Did I like retcon the the Camiri to be black? Yeah, you did. They're they're like the Camiri are like pat like they're the Mong they're they really is like supposed oh, they're yeah. like the Mongolians to I guess yeah the um. Well, I've been I've been changing them. They're black yeah. in my head. <laughs> well, in text, the first in text black <laughs> character is a former slave. Yeah, and so that's a little fucked up. Um, I did have a moment where if I'd had a pen in my hand, I would have underlined it a billion times and gone, "Tammy, no!" Uh, because when she introduces him, she does say the black. She um, does. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Tammy, no!" And I was like, "I'm gonna power through this part every time." Yeah. Her epithets in this book specifically are Jeez. not great. She calls I, him like the wood brown man one time, and it's just weird. I I feel like it was her actively wanting to make sure that she had yes. people of color, but then also not knowing how to describe that without being racist like 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 if nothing else there's that old um comparing um people of color skin to some kind of food and it's like so she like very specifically goes around all that kind of stuff like i'm not saying she did a great job yeah she does it's clear she describes him as yes the wood brown man also first off I have always seen, like, talking about this, I have always seen Numair as being not black, but very, like, he's he's brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like a nice fucking golden, yeah. beautiful. But, um, yeah. That's a little fucked up. It is. But <laughs> I think, I also see Numa- Dane as not being white, because... Like yes, because she, she describes her. She describes her as like tan skin and everything, but and smoky brown curls. I was obsessed with mm. smoky brown curls. <laughs> I literally dyed my blonde hair brown and put it in curlers, so I could have yeah. smoky brown curls. And she had the blue gray eyes too, so it was like that's me. <laughs> but um, it was an spoiler. It was not um. <laughs> I was I was not very much like Dane. Dane, in fact, frustrated me a lot as a child because she was so frustrating to me because so much of what is, like, conflict for her is just not talking things through. And yeah. that is my least favorite thing. It's the same thing that happens in, like, the study series with Yelena. It's like all of this could have been avoided if you had just talked about things. <laughs> Just talk to things through. Use your words. Like, maybe that's just because I'm a very direct person. So I do, if I'm having a problem, I just tell someone that I'm having a problem with that. So it's very, it's very frustrating. Yes. 
Um, no, absolutely. And like everybody points that out too to her. Like it's like the 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 problem of, of losing herself could have been solved way back further if she had just said something because Numera's like, oh, I have an easy solution for that. It's like Bitch, this is why you talk to people. But does she learn that? She does not. She no. does not. She doesn't learn a goddamn thing ever. <laughs> she doesn't. Brain empty. She, she she gets animals. She sure does. Those even sometimes the animals are smarter than she is. And she'll be like, oh, I don't know what they're doing. <gasps> oh my goodness, I get it now. <laughs> like with a fucking badger. But yeah, I feel like her her mother and grandfather must have like really <laughs> done something to hamper her uh, like <laughs> growth as a child. Like there's something they did something that damaged her psyche, so she cannot she cannot get anything new. <laughs> She's learning a lot about animal anatomy, Ariana. She is. She knows one thing, and it is it's animals. Like she's got a giant file. It's for her animal special knowledge. interest, and then a little bitty file of like you know common sense. Um, common sense, yeah. <laughs> Other than things that belong that like are survival related, like actual yeah. like hunting and stuff like that. That is magic. <laughs> yes, she's got that magically. You know. But yeah, what is your fave headcanon for this book? Oh my goodness. I mean, because I know there were a bunch of things I was thinking about. I was like, I think this is true. Um, I mean, aside from everyone being bi. Everyone is bi, uh, yeah. Literally that's, that's just That's just fact at this point. Like, Evan in this in this book? Oh, yeah. For sure bi. Oh, Evan um, Lars is 100%. <laughs> I honestly, he he's could be pan. Gay. Oh, okay. He's pan. Yeah. I dig it. No. But, um, I just I, wonder mm-hmm. how it is that, um, things became so accepting in Tortal, like, overnight. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know it's been, like, a decade, basically, since we yeah. were with them last, but it's like, Jonathan changed a lot of things real quick, because, yeah. like... It's it's like oh yeah, women get to do this, and 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 we're we're you know not looking at these things, and it's I don't know, it feels weird, a little like but a, like, you like know. a strange like video game town that's that's um, all mishmashy with its um, with its styles, and so it's like there's no one theme. This place is just kind of everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My fave headcanon for the book is that um, there are no spells keeping Dane from asking questions of the badger. She just doesn't think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like later they say that she like there are spells to keep her from asking about these things. But no, I think I think she just doesn't remember. Um, I like when... Uh... She beats her father. Okay, it's her father. Um, <laughs> Everyone knows this except for Dane. Everyone knows it except for Dane. But she's just like, Mom, it's, who's your friend? <laughs> you're, already, you're already made a new friend, huh? I know, <laughs> like, right? You Slut-shaming your mother? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you know... We won't. We won't. Not at all. <laughs> 
feel like she she definitely has some in, inherent like shame about like yeah. sexual behavior because because she of being, yeah. because her, her yeah because she was conceived during a fucking solstice celebration or equinox i think it was a solstice Solst- it's um, beltane yeah so okay that's... yeah okay um so she just everybody's out fucking and and <laughs> jumping over fl- fires to increase their fertility and and she's like well my mom's a slut <laughs> I mean, and then also she talks about the dude that she was friends with for a while mm-hmm. who in- who wanted to marry her, but then she wouldn't marry. So he married someone else. And that because was she literally said the guy. Because father wouldn't like it. Yeah. And that was literally the guy that tried, t- that tried to trick her out into the open to get her killed. Yeah. Like, it's fine. We're just going to put you down. It's fine. He's like, it's better this way. It's like, dude, you are fucked up. Yeah. Her mom, and she's just being like, my mom helped heal all these people. If something like, if there was fire, if people had seen, people would have yeah. seen it. And yeah. if Sarah had seen that, she would have immediately gone to that person's aid and healed them. Yeah. But and she did that. on occasions. And, and, and none of them came to check. I yeah. get it. I get becoming a wolf. I do. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Yeah, so, and, and on that bummer, um, I I mean, we end the book with a baby dragon, so no bummers to be had here. Very true. But yeah, so, um, this is going to be the outro now, because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's too long now. Find us on all those places you're already listening to us on. Um, as a reminder, I'm Risa. I'm Ariana. <laughs> we don't know how to keep this short, so keep on reading. Keep on reading.